It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hey everybody, it is time for another podcast. Wade and Ryan here, stay safe. It's the Safe Distancing Podcast, <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yeah, we uh, like the, uh, that, that picture of the god, the god the, the, with the fingers touching. David, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. That's yeah. basically as far as away we are with each other. We can basically emulate that amazing That's, that's too close. Um, <laughs> so everyone, uh, welcome to Lockdown. Lockdown, Lockdown. Not Lockout, which we've had before. This is a Lockdown. Um, so the NFL, every sport in the world, everyone has been... Ryan and I have been uh, uh, talking about this and yeah. just how everything has been thrown into a loop uh, here. Um, I'm just and, scared. I'm scared that it's just never gonna. We're never gonna have sports again. Well, we will. <laughs> I know we will eventually. It's just really. I've never gone this long. It's it's funny. It's like people realize what an addiction sports is until it's oh, completely gone. Luckily for us, like it must be so much worse for people in North America yeah. who can watch games at a regular time. We're used to just being like, I'm not staying up that late. But man, it must be rough in places like, especially now the baseball season's about should be starting yeah. pretty much about now. Yeah, yesterday was opening day. Was it? They did ran simulations on opening day. The Red Sox would have beat uh, the Blue Jays. Uh, so they are doing uh, those kind of simulations. People are, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Retro Bowl. Shout out to Retro Bowl. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people have been, uh, you know, um, you know, obviously we we know what it's what it's there for. It's and you know Dana White's running his UFCs uh, with no fans in them. Um, you know, like the first couple of UFCs. It was, exactly. Yeah. What the hell is this? The UFC one where people were like, what are we at again? Like, uh, some guy just gave me free tickets and, and then Fred Edish walked Fred Edish. The, uh, you got to watch that one if you guys haven't watched it. It's Ryan Knight's favorite. Fred Edish was his replacement brought in. Uh, yeah. to, to Johnny, was, was Johnny something he fought against? His only, his only UFC fight ever. He was like a dentist or something and he just had his ass. And the moment him. he walks down, you can't start, stop laughing. Oh, yeah. Because... It almost feels like it's someone playing a joke on me. Yeah. Because there's no way this guy could be a UFC fighter. If you're looking for that one, watch Fred Edish. Uh, <laughs> it's a very good one. Um, so, look, everyone, we're going to get into this. Ryan and I, as I say, are safer in North London. Um, I, I don't believe I can get it twice. So, um, let's, uh, we're going to have some fun talking about some of the uh, NFL movements. Um, but also, I mean, a lot of it now, because we've with the expanded CBA, we're looking at a 17-game season. Oof. But now, who knows what we're looking at this season, you know? Because if, it's a, say, we're locked down till June... Well, it won't be 17 this year. It'll be 17 next 17 next year. year. But I mean, so, yeah. But the worrisome thing with the NFL season right now is that the longer things are going to push back, like OTAs are going to be gone. Yeah. Like OTAs usually start around uh, like May, I think, in yeah. May. So those are going to be gone completely. So now training camp starts around usually the end of July. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are worried that that's... So basically, unless they just get rid of all off-season OTAs, maybe they find a way to do them virtually or on house party. Could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. House party. Facebook house yeah. party. Everyone's just doing lift and weights. Yeah. Um, maybe it's like that. But th- th- there's a real worry that – so it could affect the preseason. I could see yeah. the preseason getting cut down to two games. Which is um, fine. Because I think they're probably going to have to push back training camp just because we don't know where we're going to be, and especially yeah. in America where it's completely starting to blow up. You don't know how long things are going to be. So that's my biggest worry. And I think the NFL is feeling good that they're going to start on time. But the question is, if social distancing is still a thing, how do you work that out? Like, imagine that. Like, you have to do that. You say we can have, like, 20,000 fans in the seats. So yeah. you have to basically – is it just like a lottery out of who has tickets? Well, it's, it's going to be something interesting. It's I mean, like a Hunger Games We scenario. talked about earlier how in China uh, how they're actually using QR codes to actually denote if you're actually safe. 
So I think what we're gonna start looking at as people start beating this, gonna get chipped. you <clears throat> will have a little card that says, yep, yeah, I've cleared, I've done the disease, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. And then as a result of which, um, you know, that there'll be fans that'll be allowing. Now, obviously we don't know because the whole thing that everyone doesn't know the is- The scarlet letter is just <clears throat> branded on you, like yeah. a big C. I'm done. <laughs> just so that other cow brand. We don't know if this is gonna come back though. So that's the whole problem. And that's also the problem that obviously they're gonna look at in London because you can imagine the NFLPA is going, screw that, I'm not coming to London this year. So because they haven't announced the games, you know, obviously there's probably been some stuff with the stadiums, you know, they've, they've probably done all these things in advance. There's going to be something that's going to happen because September is going to come around quite quickly. Um, yes, exactly. That's what I'm, that's the thing I'm worried about. But I think it's good that they they've announced that they're going to still going forward with the draft. I think, like like we were talking about earlier, I I said like, listen, this is the NFL where you have uh, God knows how many scouts yeah. that are literally at every single college game scouting these guys for about three to four years. So to say like, oh, we got to cancel this because we're not ready. It's like, you've been ready your whole yeah. thing. It's like, it's like, it's as annoying as when the number one pick waits 14 minutes to make yeah. nine minutes to make their pick. It's like, you've been on the clock yeah. for like seven months and then they're still, but they should be like not allowed. They should get 10 seconds. Yeah, the first be. Pick. well, they'll do it this time. That's yeah. it. Ten, unless you're going to trade it, you get 10 seconds. Or they should have, because if they were going to do it still on that water fountain in uh, the Bellagio, if you did it, if you don't have the trap door opens and you fall in the water. It's just going to, you know, you got to feel bad for the, player, the, dolphins. the players who see these awesome things that everyone else got to experience. Yeah. And then it's like your turn. Yeah, I was in Corona and draft. And then, yeah, and then you're like, a, you get drafted in a, <coughs> it's oh, a wet, your coughing. Look it's a wet this. cough, and that's from, uh, that's from drinking. Uh, that's because I've been day drinking every day. We're going to be doing a tribute podcast to oh, me God, no. in yeah. a couple weeks. No, it's, uh, it's day drinking and, uh, and jazz cabbage uh, at night. As you know, jazz cabbage, it's a wet cough. Um, but yeah, that, I feel bad for these players. They're going to go by and just like uh, tumbleweeds going to be going past as they get drafted. But instead of just hearing this crowd cheer and have this great experience, it's like an amazing thing for a lot of these players. So yeah, yeah. I genuinely feel bad for them. And it would just be super lame if they did it in the Bellagio with no one on the streets. Yeah. Well, boat. It would just be ridiculous. It makes zero sense. Vegas just do it, in, do it in like... I don't know, like a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I don't really know what to do. Yeah. There's no Chuck venue e. that's going to be good, yeah. to be honest with you. Every venue is going to be good. They terrible. do it from home. Everyone has it like they're all FaceTiming in. I mean, the, the thing is, Goodell, to, yeah. Goodell has said the draft is going ahead no matter what. Uh, this is going to happen. And if you have a problem, you got a problem with me. Um, you know, as you said, talk well, to these daddy. Guys, that's who calls them These talk guys are all prepared for this. It's all ready. We all know it's going to happen. Um, that being said, though, I think because everyone is so starved for sports, this will probably be the highest rated yeah, draft of all time. Oh, 100%. 100%. People will just be like... People are like, don't even like football. Yeah. Like, what's this? Did you see? Wait, wait. There's, there's people sports are, on. There's people sports are choosing on. people? I'm uh, in. I, yeah. I've watched everything on Netflix. I've seen every boring show. Let me watch grown men choose other grown men. Oh, God. It's so it's so good. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be very interesting in terms of, you know, uh, how we're going to move this. Uh, I think it's good. I think you have to move forward. Yeah. Get it under because especially if things are going to move back, you can't move back. the If you move back the draft, then you're moving back all the OTs. Then you're moving yeah. back preseason. Then you're moving back the season. Um, I think worse, what's your worst case scenario? It's like a 10-game season. That's what I would Could think. be. Well, not worst. Worst case scenario is we all it die. Well, we worst, all die. Worst case scenario is... <laughs> it's 100% that, worst case scenario. Is that that asteroid that's coming that uh, we have been not unfocused about uh, hits yeah, us before exactly. Corona. Maybe this is just a big distraction. They're like, listen, the asteroid's yeah. coming. Yeah. Let's just give everyone a virus so then they'll be too sick to, to even care. 
Well, the good thing about He'll it be is praying for the when it's all done, the I told you so's from the religious to the science to everyone. I you know I told I said this was coming. There's some crazy guys being like a pike is coming. He's like, see, I've been yeah. saying. Well, that. it's always nice how people redact Nostradamus. So like, do you know he said this? It's like, yeah, you know what? He said a lot of things. Yeah, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of things that uh, are unbelievable. Uh, speaking of unbelievable, uh, Ryan and I are, are going to believe in uh, some of the free agency stuff. We talked about it last time. Uh, some of the big changes and moves. Obviously, there's a couple big guys. And now we're going to look at the non, the, the people yeah. who are just like, how dare you? The people who are sitting at home going, like, I thought Corona was bad. My, like, I feel so... I, I thought Corona was bad. My agent My is agent, way yeah, yeah. He's not even calling me. I, I don't know if he's dead. Are you dead? No, no, no. I'm just ignoring you, Jameis. Um, Jameis Winston, apparently Bruce Arians, is trying to find him a place to go. Yeah, he's apparently he's making Tiger calls. Cats. He's, he's called every Canadian football team. Uh, he actually called Sky Sports and said, do you, so, do you guys need someone? Isn't it so funny, though, like... Take away the 30 interceptions, right? Yeah. You have a guy who threw for 5,000 yards and 30-something touchdowns, mm-hmm. and he can't even find a job. The, the interesting thing, so there's a couple that, that is, because what we're going to do, and this uh, we're talking about this, is where could be the best possible fits yeah. um, for these. There's a lot of talk about what the Patriots are going to do without Tom Brady. Yeah. And a lot of it is with these quarterbacks like a Jameis and just kind of waiting to see what happens in the draft, yeah. right? And just get this number down, basically. Yeah. Make James Flatten the curve. Because as soon as, uh, you know, guys like Herbert, you know, uh, Burrow, Tua... Um, love all those guys get drafted. You know, Jameis isn't going to go to any of those teams. So right, so yeah. so we're looking at like so what new what's New England going to do? And I think you can get Jameis. Like I think I could see if I was going to say my first on Jameis going to New England because you can probably get him for like seven million and just say yeah. see if you can beat Stidham and we'll see how Belichick deals with twenty something interceptions. But yeah. they'd be in a different system. He wouldn't be throwing it gung ho like Bruce Arians' system, right? Well, it'd be a much more shorter passes. I think, but I think, yeah. because New England's, I think they're gonna go with Stidham as an option. Yeah, but he's gonna have to fight it out with someone. And I think New England's one of those teams that are just like, listen, we're not gonna pay a lot for yeah. Jameis. We're gonna wait till Jameis is so desperate, and then we're gonna get him for like five million. Well, they brought back Brian Hoyer, and it's only because he knew the Wi-Fi password. Um, <laughs> pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> they let well, him I don't go. know why. Yeah. Brian Hoyer didn't really um, make any sense. But, I mean, you know, Jameis, the problem is it's the interception machine. I can't see Bill Belichick having the patience to deal with Jameis Winston. Um, yeah, that is that is the, the number one concern. Now, <laughs> I could see, you know, when you look at a team like, say... Jameis Winston would be the first guy who's like, where's Jameis is not on the injury report because Bill Belichick took him out back and shot him. Just, just, <laughs> like a horse. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, He had another car accident with his vision. Yeah, um, he tore his ACL and died. You know, I could see a team taking him as just sirens, as you hear all across London. Um, that. um, That's obviously a good sirens, you know. Yeah, those ones. they're all the sirens you hear yeah. in London are good. Um, the, the other option I was sort of think you're going to look at him as probably Jameis going to be a backup to someone. But that's just crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, taking you get a guy with 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns yeah. is going to be a backup. Because what's happening in the NFL is there's becoming a real shortage of jobs, mm-hmm. of openings. Because everyone's now discovered, like, you have to have that franchise quarterback, right? Yeah. So everyone's focused on that franchise quarterback. So the guys like Jameis, who had their shot, it's going to be really tough for them to get another shot because there's so few opportunities. Luckily, you know, there are the Tannehills that get another shot. Yeah. But Jameis has to be smart. And where he goes, where he has to say, I get Fitzpatrick. Like he has yeah. to be, he should be calling Fitz. He's like, Fitz, how do you, can I use your magic yeah. eight ball exactly. to find my new team? It's a habit. Because I think Jameis, I still think Jameis has got talent. You know, I think Jameis just needs a coach that 
like Bruce Arians is a chuck it, rip yeah. it, rip it, and grip it and rip it that yeah. he always says. Um, or Jay, and that suits Jameis because Jameis doesn't care about turnovers. Yeah. But putting in someone Jameis in a mold where the coach is just going to get that scare the loving hell out of him to get that out of him, I think it would really work. So don't be surprised if Jameis Winston's on the Patriots. That's all I have to say. I, I could see that. You know what? I, I could see him going to a division rival of theirs. I could see him going to the Jets. The reason Why I say because they got Sam Darnold who was injured last year, and they you know yeah. they're, they're playing well okay. with Sam Darnold. I see. Your think point. about how many teams last year had a quarterback go down to injury, and who they had to play with. You had the Lions had to play well, with injury. Matt Stafford. He had mono. But, he had mono. He had mono. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was making out uh, in Wuhan. Uh, the problem is you have is that when we hit week six, or in some cases week one last year, in terms of the Jaguars, um, you hit that, and there's always these injuries. You're hitting all these teams, so you know. A lot of times, too, you wonder if it's like, well, if I don't, I, you know, obviously you want to play, but there's going to be certain teams go, you know what, we, he would be a good solid backup quarterback for us. You know? I, I don't know. There's, I th- yeah, there's no reason he shouldn't. I think Jameis right now is just, right now, just still probably in shock that yeah. this is all happening and that there's not very many opportunities. Um, so, especially now with four or five more new quarterbacks coming in. He should be looking to go to like somewhere like the Chargers. Broncos. Broncos, is well, the Broncos, Broncos is a backup. Saints is a backup, but they probably wouldn't take no, him because they, they play him in the division. Yeah. They've seen him enough. Uh, so they, Sean Payton probably and they got and they got yeah. uh, what's his name. Um, so he's a tough one. He's a tough yeah. one. But I say if I was going to choose, I would say Patriots. I'm going to say I'd add a cheap deal and because. We don't know what's going on with New England. If they're going to just say, hell, we're just going to tank it. Oh, next they're year. building the Death Star. They got a plan. We, know, we yeah. don't know what it is yet. He's definitely got So uh, the rumors are that uh, Cam Newton is working out with Tyrod Taylor, which would push towards uh, a, a Chargers. Yes. Um, That's exactly where I think you should go. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, uh, I've, you know, I've been one of those guys who I don't know about Cam in the future. True. No one knows. You can't even really do a physical. It's, it's mental and physical health, to me, have been an issue. And I think that the physical health led to a decline in the mental health. It's just yeah, very tough. But, it's very tough. But if you're L.A. and you're thinking of moving into that stadium and you don't have any fans and you're bringing in Tyrod Taylor, bringing in Cam is gets you, you know, if I was in L.A., I'd be like, all right, I'll go check out Cam. Yeah. But I'm not going to check out Tyrod. I've, no. I've lived through Tyrod. He's but how fine. long are you going to check out Cam for? You know? Well, you never know. Like, that's the thing. Maybe he's, he's, he's off pretty much last most of last year. Yeah. The year before, he was kind of injured. He's basically been off a long time. When's the last Since time he, he played a game? I don't know. It's a fun fact. Well, no, he played this year. Uh, he played, I think he stopped around, like, week six or something. Yeah. Um, but he's been injured, yes. But plays like LA needs to get butts in the seats. I think at least Cam is a former NFL MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. Um, so I think he's got a name recognition that will at least build some interest. Because if you're the Chargers, you never should have left San Diego right now. No. Because you're going to have no one in that stadium is going to feel basically like the stadium feels now yeah. in the coronavirus. It's it's exactly. gonna, they should just call themselves the, the, Coronas. the LA Coronas. Because you know why? Because our fans sit six feet apart. <laughs> well, it's better than the Rams logo. Um, so we've got Cam. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Obviously, he's not going to, you know, uh, Carolina. I think it's a no-brainer. I think he's going to the Chargers. I think yeah. 100%. He's going to the Chargers. He might, you know, again, he's another one Patriots could check. Ch- yeah. You know, Bill Belichick's never had a weapon like Cam. He's never, no. And he's seeing guys like Lamar, what they did to oh, him, yeah. right? Even though Cam's kind of lost his running ability a bit. <laughs> yeah. um, he's not super accurate, which doesn't really work with Bill Belichick. That's, uh, that, that's probably the thing that's going to hurt him. But, again, I think we're going to wait. I think he's probably also 
going to see what happens in the draft. I yeah. think there's going to be a lot of waiting. Maybe someone tears an ACL in practice and then he can jump in. I think a guy like Cam, who's had a big contract, he's got money, he's not desperate to make a move. So I think a lot of these quarterbacks are smart by yeah. just saying, let's see, because they're not going to want to go to a team and then all of a sudden they draft a young quarterback. Yeah. And then you know. No, you know. Oh, you're I'm on just, the chopping block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And a lot of these teams still don't even know. I'm sure the Patriots are still looking at, like, what? how could we get Burroughs? How could we get to wow. a... How can we get these things? You know, and there's also the other talk that we said about earlier was Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson, which is Deshaun Watson. There is no way. I'm reading all this stuff about Deshaun Watson to the Patriots. There is no way you're trading Deshaun Watson. First, so if they took a first round in 2020, a first round in 2021, and a third round in 2021. Yeah. You'd have to go three number ones at least. At least. Four and a half million. I mean... He does not. No, want no, to be there. but you're gonna have to give him a big contract. Yeah, but and he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, probably. Uh, he's incredible. Uh, everyone loves him. Except he's a Bill star. O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. What I think what they're saying is they would fire Bill O'Brien before they traded him. Yeah. There's no way. Well, they should. That they're gonna do that. I, there's no way they're trading him to the Patriots. He was. The I think. Reason. I think he's right. I think what they to make him happy. They have no choice, but they're gonna have to trade. Uh, or they're going to have to draft a, a wide receiver in the first yeah. round. Maybe move oh, move up. They don't have any picks. No. Um, they don't even have a first round pick. They traded it. Yeah. So they won't even be able to do that. So never mind. Well, they had two seconds. So they can well, there's move always... up into the first. But they got to get him some weapons now yeah. because, you know. Well, A.B., because Bruce Arians said uh, about A.B., no, no deal. He's not coming here. Yes. Yeah. So. I, I was very happy to hear that. And A.B. now has been reaching out to Lamar Jackson going, hey, man, hit me up. I'd love to. It's like. They're no one, no one's okay, going to sign him until they know what his punishment is. Yeah. And I don't understand what's taking the NFL so long. This thing's been going on for literally almost yeah. a year. It's almost like he told them to go screw themselves and they want to keep him on limbo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like they want to <clears throat> they keep punishing him that way. Put him on tilt. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting. A.B., I, I can't see him ever coming back, really, and playing the league. I could see him maybe going to the XFL or CFL if he gets desperate. He'll come back. He'll come back because what will happen is he'll be suspended probably six games at minimum, six games. Uh, and then someone's going to get hurt yeah. in the season. It's inevitable. A team's going to lose a number one, and he's going to be sit there. For, I could see him going to somewhere like Seattle. Yeah, as long going as he stops chirping the drama. So he's got a big, strong Metcalf, coach. You know, um, I could see him going to somewhere in New Orleans. Cleveland? I mean, no, New Orleans signed Emmanuel. Yeah, Cleveland, I'm not. Which was, by the way, we missed that one. Which oh, Emmanuel Sanders. Which is a great signing. I, I, I was shocked yeah, that more too. people didn't go after Emmanuel Sanders. Like, yeah. Considering he tore his, like, Achilles and just and didn't miss a beat. Yeah. I, and then that, especially for a guy who's 33, mm-hmm. I think having him across from Michael Thomas oh, yeah. just makes the Saints going to be so much excitement. And these Saints... Uh, Bucks games are going to be oh god off the charts. <laughs> no, that was a very good be signing. all primetime games. Those it's ones. it's going to be very interesting in terms of that. Uh, yeah, that was a great signing by them. Um, you know, the other one we sort of mentioned, Clay Matthews. Uh, we haven't really talked about him. Clay Matthews uh, is he really the the dominant force he used to be? I saw the best is that it was the headline where it's Clay Matthews has been cut and uh, fined. Oh, fine. and, yeah, <laughs> no, and charged with a fifteen yard penalty yeah. for being cut. Um, yeah, I just think he's one of those guys, I guess you could bring in, like, for leadership on a team, like, for a late playoff run. Um, I think he's just on the, in the last, he's just been bouncing around. Yeah. I, I think, think he still wants to play, but I don't know. Your knees and back Yeah, have a little indication that you and probably And it's can. a real shame, because he was a great player, uh, had a great career in Green Bay, and, and I think he just always wanted that shot at the Super Bowl, like, he went yeah. to the Rams, you know, try because after they went there and had this terrible year. 
Uh, it's just, it's a shame. I think he might stick around. I think someone will give him a chance. Um, but again, he'll be one of those guys that sits around and waits. Yeah. Uh, the other guy we're going to talk, Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is one of those guys that <laughs> he's just, been around. no respect, though. Yeah. Because everywhere he goes, like, he... He's, he's a number two, he produces, number two guy, he produces, and he puts up though. yards. Yeah. He puts up yards. Like, he had a good year in uh, Houston last yeah. year, uh, but they went with David Johnson. Like, he's just one of those guys. Like, I could see him. I'll tell you what. I could see him on the Bills. I think that would be a great place to go. Yeah. I think teaming up with Devin Singletary to replace Frank Gore, because you saw how much Frank Gore got the ball, especially yeah. at the end. He should not have been getting the ball. I think Carlos Hyde would be a great complimentary back to Devin Singletary. So I'd love to see him there. I think that's a perfect fit. Um because the Bills like to have a veteran in, the, in yeah. each room. Um, so I think and Devin Singletary is still a second-year player now. So I think that would be a great fit. I'd love to see him on the Bills. I can actually see him with the Bears as well. You know, the Bears yeah. running game, uh, you need a, again, you need a solid Montgomery, who yeah. was frustrating. Like, where he, he was. just wanted to get... And I, don't, I don't know what they're doing. Um, what's his name? Uh, who's the one that catches them all? Uh, the backfield? I'm already, I'm already forgetting players' names. What are you talking about? Oh, the running back, the Bears. Uh, what's his name? The little guy. The little guy. The little running back on the Bears. I want you to say it. Uh, I've already <laughs> forgotten his name. Yeah. That's right. It's already been so long. We're missing football. See, I'm already forgetting. Yeah, I know. I'm like in uh, Back to the Future where I'm yeah, disappearing. Yeah, looking my hand. By disappearing in front of myself. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, look, there's a lot of guys I think we're looking at here. Uh, some of the other guys I mentioned, Mike Daniels, defensive Tariq back. Tariq Cohen. I didn't have to look it up, thank God. I know, I saw you there for I was phone, about to look it up. I was going to say something, it, and then as you were about to hit Google, I was going to say TC, give you a hand, but uh, no, that's funny. Tariq Cohen, you're right, but Tariq Cohen doesn't have uh, the muscle. No, that's what I mean. And Montgomery did not show any of the muscle. No. He didn't show any separation. He was a bit of a disappointment, but... To be fair, first year running backs, maybe. Yeah. I think everyone expects them to always. Well, you got a quarterback who's not really knowing how to give the ball off so, as well. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the other guys, we've got uh, Mike Daniels, defensive tackle. He's free. I mean, guys played really well. Um, Again, yeah, but defense, defensive tackles are a weird one because no one wants to pay a lot of big money for them because they don't. Like, other than someone like Aaron Donald, who's not really. He's defensive tackle and he isn't, but. It's so much money for a guy who basically stuffs holes, which yeah. is what Mike Daniels is. So, you to play like a plug stopper, it's great because it frees up the ends to be able to pass yeah. rush. But Mike Daniels just getting a bit old. But again, he has value because again, rotational player who can come in give you like twenty snaps a game, maybe. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's you just have to know who you are. I think when you're at that stage in your career, it's just like. I gotta find that team that's gonna win the Super Bowl, and I gotta go back to. Them. Yeah, I mean that's it. I that's think all it's, you gotta do. Yeah, right? it's like when you start to get to that nesting part of your career, and you're just like, I just want to find somebody who's rich who takes care of daddy. And There's a couple other ones, like for example, we still have Jadavian Clowney, which is really oh shocking. yeah, Clowney. That was one of the things. I mean, obviously that's a big chunk of money for to somebody. That's the thing. No one's given him. 20 and the attitude. Years. You got to take the money and the attitude with it. It's just no one's. He's been injured a lot. He doesn't get a lot of sacks. He wants twenty million. Right. No one's given him twenty million. I think he's going to do a prove-it deal. I think going back to Seattle would probably be the best yeah. for him. I think Seattle's well, they, they, they give him the best chance. And, I, you know, you look at Pete and Carroll. You know you got Russell he's, Wilson. Yeah, Pete, he's, Carroll. Pete Carroll's probably one of the actually, the most tempered coach. He's the oldest coach in the league, but the, probably the most tempered. He was able to go, you know what, I'll look at this, we can do this. But He's also like the oldest coach. He's like the yeah, youngest. 72. He's like Richard Gere. Yeah, he's right? like he 72 just, or something. <laughs> he just always looks, he's, he's he had gray look, hair since he was 35 yeah, years old. He's and, just pulled it all off. He's like Steve Martin. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Clowney, but is he going to be that kind of an impact player? Because when you get, get saddled in when he's with J.J. Watt, you're like, oh, he's not as good. 
And well, then, that's the thing. You're across from J.J. Watt. You should yeah. have been getting like 20 sacks. Yeah. J.J. Watt takes enough pressure yeah. that should free you. You don't usually get that type yeah. of... Kind of so I think a lot of people like love Jadavian Clowney's freakish um, build, like yeah. build and his athleticism and his wingspan. But it, the results aren't there. And no. I think the hits are there, the pressures are there. But in this world, if you're going to pay $20 million to a guy, you've got to get 10 sacks. No, you've got to be able to, to uh, differentiate that. Um, there's gonna be a lot of teams. Obviously, you know, we start looking at what the what the Buccaneers need to do to build because obviously they have to build a team around Tom Brady. You know, what well, kind of things that they're gonna need to do? They're gonna have to shore up that offensive line. The defense. Well, is that's why I think points. someone like who's on that list right there. I can see Jason Peters. Jason Peters. Jason yeah. Peters, who's literally was he's a great story. He was like an undrafted Bills undrafted no. Bills player who was like a basketball player or something, they just moved him to tight end. I think he was a tight end, and yeah. they moved him to left tackle. And he's potentially a Hall of Famer. Like the, the, He had an absolute all-pro in Buffalo. He lost in Philadelphia, where he literally was a staple for about a decade on that line. Still good. Again, offensive linemen still have that ability to play about 35, yeah. 36. I think that's he's got a good year in him. Again, bringing yeah, in that rotation. So, yeah. so someone like Tampa should look to someone like him, who can also teach some of the younger guys. So if I was the Bucks, I'd bring in someone like Jason Peters. Yeah, no, I think it'd be good. I mean, obviously they're just gonna be you're gonna need some defense on there because as much as Jameis was able to put up those points last year, you know you'd put up 45 points and then you'd lose 48, 45. But it feels like. It's it's funny because it's like it feels like what, everyone's like oh what else do we gotta get to make Tom happy it's uh, like if he's the greatest quarterback of all time he's got enough weapons shouldn't yeah, this be should. enough like why do we have to make Tom Brady's life so much more easier than it's already been well it's protecting the old guy it's like what we're doing with Corona right we're doing things to protect the old I think people. if anything Tampa Bay's biggest question is is running back yeah you know uh, I I think they lost Peyton Barber I think yeah. they left. I think um, was it Jones? Um, he was he was fine. Ronald Jones. He was yeah. fine. He was the most frustrating fantasy player to play all last year. Every time you put him in, did nothing for you. And then the moment you benched him, he got a yeah, touchdown. But points. then Peyton Barber would always steal it. So I don't have a lot of faith in Ronald, Ronald Jones. So I think I think Tampa Bay doesn't have that that bit of it. And again, Tom Brady is going in an offense with Bruce Arians, who's who takes seven-step drops, like likes to go down the field, yeah. push it down the field. Where Tom Brady's whole life was dinking and dunking. Yeah. What he did, he just precision, like a yeah. thousand, death by <clears throat> a thousand The cuts. game operation. He just yeah. boom, 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 Wait, boom, Where boom. Bruce Arians wants him to just go deep. And yeah. Like that. Well, Tom I can't really, I, when, he, when I've seen Tom try to go deep, the ball just doesn't have that same zip anymore. You know, like when well, you see him. 43. I hope it doesn't. Be. No, but I, what I'm saying is, is that like you're not going to, even though you've got some good wide receivers, you're not going to be deep ball on those guys. And, and... Deep it's balls. just you got to deep balls. You guys, you're not gonna go balls deep in those guys. You gotta go balls deep in every guy, man, because otherwise you're deep, not deep balling. Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how they build it around Brady, um, and you know how the season is gonna, you know, how what the Buccaneers gonna be like because obviously you're coming off of a seven win season, and there's a lot of expectation for you to make the playoffs. But the funny thing is. Part would you take like if you're gonna have a Super Bowl? Would you t- would you actually be interested in a Bucks Patriots Super Bowl? Because to be fair, it would be like I would hate it. Yeah. With every bit of my body, but it would be incredible to watch at the same time. Oh yeah. 
because that sort of who it's like a I quit match, you know, like yeah. a WD, like a casket match. That's the thing. The yeah. loser should put the other one in a casket. It's all and just done. wheel them and just wheel them off. Well, now you've got it too. I mean, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs repeating as or, or as the Super Bowl champions coming in, they're the number one favorites in the AFC. Oh yeah, of course. And so you know you have the Patriots dynasty is now. We're watching it. They're still the AFC favorites by Vegas. They is, are still, but you know, very insulting. Vegas has been shut down, and <laughs> you know, like anything, anything okay, that was and a those fa- mob. Those casino bosses must be furious. Well, the thing is, when it was owned by the mob, they would have done something, but now it's owned by all corporations. It's owned by like MGM. It's owned by like Harrah's. It's owned by Caesars. All of those are corporate owned. So they're just going to use their lawyers to claim back profits and and while the rest of us are trying to fight for freelance uh, money to be recapped for the stuff we put in, the big guys just can use their lawyers and stymie up the government just as they should, right? Same as always. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what else we have to talk no, about. That's okay. Then we yeah. hit our 30 minute mark. That's we, always we, our goal. It's always good. We always like uh, talking and uh, obviously I've, I've been doing a few podcasts today so my throat's a little raw. It's not Corona. Uh, I've just been doing it. Uh, hopefully you guys are self-isolating, staying safe. Look, this does suck, but the other option is even yeah. freaking worse. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's either we deal with it now, or a whole bunch of people die. Um, and so I would always just say to it, you know, would you like the Patriots to win the Super Bowl for every year for the rest of your life? No, then do something about it. Yeah. This is your chance. Just unless you're a Patriots fan, then screw you, man. That's what they should have said. Listen, <laughs> if you don't stay home, the Patriots will win the Super Bowl every year. The, the cities will be empty. Yeah. So then, that's essentially what we're looking at now. Um, so but I want you guys, there was someone, I think I put a tweet up on, it was a meme I put up, and if I can read it, uh, it was the guy, this guy, Zach Kramer, wrote, imagine if 10 years from now you're approached by a time travel, and he was like, look, I don't have much time to explain, but all I can tell you is that year 2020 is being an absolute circus. You know Donald Trump, the star of The Apprentice? Well, he's president of the United States, and it's the beginning of 2020. He gets into a Twitter beef with Iran, almost starts World War III. Australia catches on fire, and a woman tries to save it by selling pictures of her boob. Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter crash. Half the world is devastated, the other half makes up messed up memes. A long time passes, and just when the world starts recovering the loss of Kobe, some dude in China eats a raw bat and starts a global pandemic that specifically kills mamas and papas. Everyone loses their mind. 40% of the population thinks it's the end of the world. Another 40% thinks it's fake. And 20% blames the whole thing on cell phone towers and Tom Hanks' kids. <laughs> the only thing one everyone seems to agree on is the only way to survive is by hoarding toilet paper. Grocery stores are ransacked, and Sherman Ultra essentially replaces the dollar as the United States' official currency. Eventually, as hysteria grows, world governments are forced to shut down the entire planet down, lock everyone in their homes, and the only person that can keep everyone from completely fire, flipping out and firing their gun is a gun-toting, mullet-sporting, homosexual Oklahoma, Oklahoma man with a meth addiction and 120 pet tigers. And Tom Brady leaves the Patriots for the Bucks. Oh, and Carol totally killed her husband. <laughs> Good way to end it, folks. Perfect. A little fun. Enjoy. Reach out if you want us to talk about something. Ryan and I are self-isolating, keeping care of each other. Well, he's got a wife and I got a dog. But you know what I mean. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks a lot.